Between 1904 and 1908, German colonial authorities committed genocide on Herero and Nama people in modern-day Namibia. That brutality continues to shape land debates in Namibia to this day. This is Shadows of German Colonialism. After the borders of German Southwest Africa were established, German settlers began arriving. The coastal areas of Luderitz and Swakopmund were desolate, so arrivals had to traverse the dry Namib desert before reaching the central region, which colonial authorities deemed suitable for livestock farming. They were right. But the land was already used by the Herero people, a society unlike any the Germans had encountered before. They also raised cattle and were very good at it. And at the start, relations between German and Herero people were relatively cordial. And the church had established a good relationship with, uh, that's the Rhenish mission, with the Hereros. So they, they were living together well in Ochimbingo, Kahanja and in Winduk. And a number of Hereros was also, were also converted to Christianity. That's Paramount Chief of the Ova Herero, Muchinde Kachiwa. When the German, uh, the colonial administration now came in, they had what they used to refer to as uh, protection treaties. Now, remember at the time, there were animosity between the Namas and Hereros. There was raiding on both sides and... And as a result, uh, the Hereros the had a protection treaty with the Germans for the Germans to protect them against the Namas. The Namas also had protection treaties for the, the, the Namas, for the Hereros, for the Germans to protect the Namas against the Hereros. But these treaties did not help. In the end, it was not the threat from the Namas or the threat uh, from the Hereros to the Namas that has caused the genocide. It was mainly the malpractice, the land dispossession uh, of meted against the Hereros that has caused the the relations to go sour. In 1897, a rinderpest epidemic decimated livestock, which was crucial to over Herero wealth and indeed society. And by 1903, just under 5,000 Germans lived in the colony, but needed extensive land to farm. According to Professor Brigitte Reinwald, colonial authorities recognized this and employed various tactics to dispossess the over Herero of land and cattle, even if it meant violating treaties they themselves had signed. Illegal land grabs, then ultimately very restrictive credit regulations and plans that sparked fears that the indigenous populations would be forced into so-called reservations were catalysts for war. Along with the dispossession, rape and corporal punishment of over Hereros now forced to work on German-owned land, Paramount Chief Kachiwa points to an event that caused tensions to boil over. And the last event that actually tricked also the Hereros was the rape of uh, a daughter of one of the, the chiefs, Chief Zacharias uh, Verawa um, uh, from Ochimbingwe uh, or Maruru. Uh, the Dietrich case, as it was known, saw a German trader kill the woman he raped when she resisted. When tried for murder, he was initially freed, the court blaming temporary insanity. 
While a later trial saw Dietrich imprisoned, the case sparked anger among indigenous people and revealed plenty about the unequal laws for Germans and locals. In early 1904, Ova Herrero warriors killed over a hundred German settlers. The rebellion, or as Ova Herrero leaders saw it, a military action to reclaim control, sent shockwaves all the way to Berlin. Enraged German leaders, including Kaiser Wilhelm, called for the destruction of those that stood in the way of German imperialism. General Lothar von Trotter, a battle-hardened officer who had served in East Africa and gained a reputation in putting down the Boxer Rebellion in China, took over as commander in German Southwest Africa in mid-1904. Thousands of German soldiers, or Schutztruppe, poured into the colony. Von Trotter did not just want to defeat the Overherero and their Nama allies. In his own words, he sought to annihilate them. His well-armed soldiers quickly surrounded Overherero warriors at Waterberg and broke the Overherero's ability to fight. The, the, the Germans, through Lothar von Trotter, their general, made sure that they would kill Hereros by other means. So they started, at the first, they issued the extermination order and poisoned water holes. The extermination order decreed that any Ovaherero found in German territory would be killed. The Ovaherero were chased into the barren Omaheke, a vast desert that expands into Botswana with very few water points. And when the Hereros were returned um, to, like, to settlements, they were put into a, a, simple, a simple point and taken either to Shark Island and the Swakopmund concentration camps. So the thing that really killed the Hereros was the, the concentration camps and the poisoning of uh, water, water holes and blocking the Hereros in the Kalahari Desert where they died of thirst. Exact figures are uncertain, but it's estimated that up to 80,000 Herero men, women and children died. That's 75% of the population at the time, initially of thirst and starvation, and then from hunger, exposure and overwork at the cold, barren coastal concentration camps at Swakopmund and Luderitz. Another 10,000 of 20,000 Namas also died during colonial rule. For comparison, German forces suffered less than a thousand deaths. A few, like Chief Samuel Maherero, did manage to escape. But the Herero and Nama people were scattered across southern Africa, and those that remained in the German colony were forced to seek labor on German-owned farms and land. And more than 100 years on, much of that land is still in German-Namibian hands. The appropriation of land was an act of brute force. That land was then by the colonial administration handed over to colonial soldiers, members of the uh, so-called Schutztruppe, what a euphemism that was, protection army, or was sold at very cheap prices to German settlers. That's Dr. Henning Melba, a German Namibian scholar. Among the local communities, they had shared land and they were fighting over land. But there was no private land possession. So with German colonialism, private property titles of land were introduced. And those who occupy the land now claim with reference to that, that they have purchased the land legitimately and they are the owners of the land. By that perspective, you abort 
you abort the process of violent appropriation of land, culminating in what we know today is called a genocide. A bilateral joint declaration concluded in 2021 saw Germany promise 1.1 billion euros to the Namibian government over 30 years. However, the German-speaking community in Namibia, which actually pretended it has nothing to do with the whole affair, they laid low totally. They, until very recently, were very anxious not even to participate actively in the uh, debate, which started since 2015 when the German government uh, admitted that from today's perspective, what happened between 1904 and 1908 would be considered a genocide. Now, that admission led to those bilateral negotiations and the paraphrasing of an agreement which has not been ratified yet because it's still very controversial. I think one of the major controversies remains that the German government said it was a genocide from today's perspective which is a very important legal caveat because it means it's not a genocide in acknowledging of the Genocide Convention. And that means there are no legal implications of that recognition when it comes to the demand of reparations. And crucially, Ova Herrero and Nama leaders say they were never consulted, nor directly involved in negotiations. In January 2023, Lawyers for Nama and Ova Herero communities argued for the German-Namibian joint declaration to be declared invalid for contravening various articles of the Namibian constitution. For Paramount Chief Kachua, Germany, by preferring to deal with the Namibian government and not the affected groups, is simply not facing up to history, regardless of the apology. That is why Hereros and Namas are still saying you have committed genocide. You must pay reparation. We must decide what you need to pay for. Germany negotiated with 23 groups of Jewish people across the globe, plus the state of Israel. The Jewish community got what they, need, what they demanded. The state of Israel got what it demanded. We are also saying the Namibia government or the state has suffered some collateral damage, and it can negotiate for that. The Hereros and Namas have suffered specific damages. They are still continuing to suffer those damages wherever they are, South Africa, Botswana, Namibia, Angola, United Kingdom, and so on. They are still suffering those, and they need to negotiate for themselves. And until that day comes, Ova Herero and Nama communities have not forgotten their ancestral lands, despite a century past that included colonialism, South African occupation, apartheid, and finally, independence for Namibia in 1990. The Hereros are people with a, a, a clear folklore, and all farms in, in Namibia that were Herero farms, at the moment, they still have Herero names. And those names refer also, or the folklore, the stories about the place, always refer to the first Herero that is buried on that farm or on that land. So everybody would know where their family were and uh, longing to their roots. Shadows of German Colonialism was brought to you by DW with support from the German Federal Foreign Office. I'm Kai Nebe. 